Let's go. Let's go. Hello, listeners. How are we all today? I hope they're well. I hope they're well as well because, uh, well, when the time they listen to this, it'll be tomorrow. But It will be tomorrow, but it is great to be here. And how good is that song? Let's just say it oh, again. Oh, no, I just had to play it a little bit longer. Yeah, and it's worth it too. It's a fantastic song. Written by a great guy. Absolutely. Tim One Lane. of the best. Hello, Tim. Thank you very much, yes. Tim. Regular listener. Yeah, he is. We so should actually get him on the show one time. I think we should, considering he has done our theme song. Well, he uh, plays a fairly big part in the show, really. He really does. He? He's on every Some people week. will say it's the best part. Um, <laughs> others will say it's the uh, music at the end. People. We want to just, you know, suss them out. How have you been, Grant? How was your week? How was your weekend? Okay, so my weekend was actually pretty good. You would not believe what I did on the weekend. I am thinking, I'm thinking, were you in a rowboat? Did you karaoke? No. Nope. Or none nope. of those? No. Nope. Did you slash some Oh, grass? I was. Ah. Ah. Yes. I See? did. I knew I could get it on one hand, yeah, like I, literally. I did. Okay. You did really well. So Thank I, you. I test drove. Oh, no. A brand new Razorback. Oh, you got the Razorback. No, I haven't got it. You test drove I it. I test drove it. How was it? Oh. 
Um, it's <laughs> like, seriously, this is the BMW of ride-on lawnmowers. Right, okay. Mm. The only thing it didn't have was a stubby holder. Oh, what? <laughs> Look, I can't imagine why people wouldn't want you to drink while you're on a Razorback. Well, I know that, but Gilly said he'll make one for me. Okay, great. Of course he did. Good on yep. you, Eric. Yep, good. Eric, thank you very and, much for promoting uh, safety. Yeah, Eric's whilst, a good man. Uh, and driving it, a Razorback. Actually, I've got some news about the fat cats too, because I did have a row with the not so fat not cats. Not so fat cats. And uh, your neighbour came and had his first row. Ty, Ty, well done. Absolutely, and uh, he's doing good. So uh, he uh, he coming out of row. He's a pretty fit guy. He's fit. Yes, yes, yes. It's good. It will make the rest of us lift our standards. (laughs) But um, one of the fat cats, Robert, who you met? Yes, I met Robert. Who uh, you met Robert? Because I did meet Robert at Surf Club. He came up to you and said, "I'm a fat cat." Yes, he did. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) before he said his name, Um, but Robert. Won the Golden Oar, which is what? the boat award for the surf club. Wow! So, that, so he won that at the, on the, dinner? the annual dinner on Saturday night. Yeah, so that's fantastic. Congratulations to Robert. Well done, and, Robert! Uh, you legend. I believe he's still celebrating. Of course he is. In Has true he gone home fat yet? cat style. Has he gone home yet? Uh, he's, he, he he parked his. He's done a Dustin Martin. He's parked his car <laughs> at the surf club. <laughs> It's and still there. He'll probably come and collect it just before the season starts, I reckon. But surely he'll have a lot of parking tickets by now. <laughs> well, there's no parking tickets in the Central Coast municipality. Oh, sorry. He's on the Central Coast, yes, isn't he? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. A contentious uh, subject there for me to raise with, yeah, with, with, uh, with the Deputy Mayor. Right. Um, <laughs> about your weekend, was because uh, you had a great you went on a bus trip, didn't you? Well, I did, but I started my weekend off a little bit early. I went down to Hobart on Friday. And you did? yes, and I worked at the Tasmanian Young Achiever of the Year Awards, which was very successful. It for was the Northwest fantastic. Coast. So I um, helped present, and it was a wonderful night, and uh, we had lots of fun, and of course a lot of uh, winners on the Northwest Coast, which was fantastic. We got up with the donuts, didn't we? We got up with the donuts. So Sonny Beaton, he won uh, his category, which was fantastic for a young boy. Yeah, we got to get him on because he's an incredible Actually, young I man. I think we will. He's a bit hard to get because he's always baking. Um, but I think we'll try and get him on Let's because, um, especially now winning this award, be great to yeah. have him on and just to get his story because he started it all during COVID, of course, yeah. and it's um, just gone crazy. Well, love to hear it and uh, and being recognised, you know, at the premier, uh, premier's event, and um, you know, it was wonderful. Was Peter there? Uh, Peter wasn't there, unfortunately. No. We had Lee Archer okay. in Peter's place, so a lot's yep. going on, obviously, with the um, election. But uh, yeah, Elise was there, and that was wonderful. Mm. And then. Of course, I left Hobart at four in the morning Get after mad. dropping Nick Probert off. Big shout out to Nick Probert. Dropped him back off at Seven Mile Beach and then uh, back in, I think I left Hobart at 4am, got back to Burnie at eight, hopped on a bus and went on a wine tour. So you didn't sleep? Not really. So Cathy Granger from Burnie Travel, she organised the wine tour, got on a bus, two days of wineries. Good God. Yep. And I'm here tonight. So I am pretty impressed with myself. You are impressive. Thank you so much. I'm glad people can't see what we look like. You, though, you, you, what we look like, or what you look like? <laughs> no, just me. Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. You look, you look very I look very amazing smart. today. I oh, know. I've got my you look very three smart. piece on with my nice yeah. big coat. I feel like I'm completely underdressed, but mm. you look suave. Well, thank you. So thank it was you. a yeah, very busy weekend. Thank you. Well, it was, would have been a busy weekend, and I can't believe you didn't have any sleep. No. Nope. Uh, I had about gross. an hour and a half, I think. Hey, flashbacks to when you were 18 years yeah. of age and you were rocking the Menai. Um, I was too. That's amazing. Um, yeah, well, thanks. it would have been fun. 
It wasn't fun driving from Hobart, and I don't suggest that people do that mm-hmm. because uh, you just have regular stops. Was you on your own? Yeah, I was on my own. Yeah, had the music blaring. Thanks, Ed mm. Sheeran. And um, just oh have god, that would have put that would have put me to sleep. Really? Oh, oh, I love a bit of Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. The, the worst concert I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, great how? But uh, yeah, but very good. But we've got a good uh, guest tonight. No, so I'm I'm going to give him a phone call. Him? Yeah, yeah, I'm no, going to ring him. It's not Eric. No, it's not Eric. So and uh, shout out to Eric. But uh, our guest tonight. Um, yeah, look, I'll ring him first, and then uh, we'll do the introduction. Okay. All right. Let's go. How many rings do you think? I reckon two. Two. Yeah. Let's give it a go. That was one. One. Hello. Oh, ah, he beat us. He beat us. How are you, Clinton? <laughs> uh, um, sorry, guys. I'm on the. I'm on the. I'm on the go early. Yeah. No, we thought I said I'll give him two rings, but uh, we got one. So we I'm got really one ring, impressed. mate, which is awesome. So we, that means that you were sitting by the phone, yep. eagerly awaiting for us to give you, you a have call. Not won any money at all. It's not the cash cow. So you've won nothing. Yeah, sorry, I haven't got much going on at the moment. <laughs> yes. uh, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a gentleman named Clinton Proctor on the uh, on the phone, and uh, I use that word a gentleman, and I mean it. Um, and Clinton's one of uh, the greatest guys you'll meet. Uh, Clinton used to be the coach of the Bernie Dockers Football Club, and that yes. was quite a few years ago now, Clint. Um, but good times and. I believe now you're coaching in Victoria, um, but I'll let you tell us all about what you're up to and what we're really, also really keen to to hear about today. And our listeners will be, and we want to help you promote is a new app that you've uh, had. Uh, uh, I guess, oh, you've developed it yourself, haven't you? With, uh, oh, I assume you tell me all about it because I don't really know. It, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's your app, and I'll let you tell the story, but. Um, Clinton is uh, a very uh, fine young man, and uh, welcome to the show, Clinton. Oh, it's a great intro, Howie. Hard one to follow. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> oh, you get that? Yeah. Oh. That's our audience. We've got a live audience. Did you hear that? Wow, wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Come on, people. Give him another yeah. round. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, just because you were coach of the Betty Dockers, and we're pretty proud of that fact, so oh, uh, you deserve I, that I second don't, I don't reckon... I'll, there mightn't be the holes in Northwest clapping for that, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, Clint. No, I can uh, remember when you. Were, oh, I have a couple of really fond memories of Clint. Well, my uh, interactions with Clint, um, <laughs> but I was actually uh, I was actually the runner for the, the Dockers on a couple of couple of occasions. Well, how did I miss Mate, that? How yeah. did I actually and, miss and that? A couple of guest appearances. A couple of yeah, guest appearances. Yeah. And, uh, Were you the docker? Did you dress up as the mascot? No, no, no. Oh, I used to okay. run the messages out from the coach. Oh, okay. But Clint used to... Uh, I, reckon, I reckon he changed them halfway too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I did. But um, <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd get out there and I forgot what you actually said. Um, <laughs> but I remember one game. So, you're happy to really tell the truth now, Howie? I'll, 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 I'll tell the truth. I know mate. we're here to talk about it. You can tell the audience exactly what you said to the boys. Oh, well. What did you say? I don't even want to know. Do I? I don't know. I know I did uh, give away a 50 metre penalty as the runner one game. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Which resulted in a goal, too, I do believe, to the opposition. So uh, that was a bit nerve wracking. Um, and I remember I came back, I felt, I, back into the sheds, I felt so guilty and I couldn't <laughs> apologise enough. But uh, but no, we no, great times, weren't they? Great they were times, really great times. And uh, of course, the, we used to drink on. Uh, uh, have a drink together at uh, yeah, a couple of reds. Yeah, yeah a couple of reds right. at the house of Bannum, and uh, that was a bit of fun. And 
Yeah. City limits. City limits, <laughs> yes. Oh, city limits. City limits oh. up at West Park Grove. Fantastic. Mm. Well, that's really – that's how far back it is now. So, oh, yeah, my no, God. Um, fond memories of Tasmania, I will say. Like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, like we, some of the best moments of my life. Yeah, and we and we really enjoyed having you here. And I know that you made a lot of good mates here. And, of course, you, yeah, uh, you brought down the wonderful Viv Richards with you and – the big Viv, yeah. The big Viv. 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 Wow. Ter- terrific man. Do you catch up with him at all? You're talking about – yeah, absolutely, yeah. You're talking about extraordinary people that you catch up with. I was reading their uh, intro as well on the uh, on the, on the the Facebook site. It looks very professional, very good. Oh, thank you so um, much. Mate, Viv would be one to interview. He would have amazing stories. Oh, yeah. let's get Viv. Show. Surely we can get him. We'll get him on. Yep. yep. I think so, yeah. But, but no, look, back to what I've been up to um, – I'm, I'm coaching with Hawthorne at the moment. I'm the development coach there with the Fox Hill Hawks. So I look after um, essentially the boys that aren't getting a game in the seniors. Oh, uh, I okay. coach yep. the forward line, yep. uh, which is really good. So I do that on a part-time role. And then my full-time job is with a company called the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, actually, Howie. Yep. Um, and we, we, we basically work on programs to, um, I guess, help sporting clubs I guess create change in their in their environment. So it's around yeah, you know, behaviours and just small things around you know policy implementation and things like that that we can sort of assist them with. So that's essentially the the scope of work I do. And then with that experience, the opportunity came to um, come up with an idea around the app, um, which is you know basically designed to help people check in on each other. Um, and I was able to put it together. Um, during COVID when everyone had that downtime and opportunity to sort of take a deep breath and reset and, you know, and things like that. So those who are lucky enough too, of course. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and during that period, I was able to finally, I guess, put, put all the work together, put all the documents and, and build the app. So, um, yeah, it's been going really well. Fantastic. Um, and, yeah, we've got. I guess yeah, like sky's the limit. We'll see how we go. What's the What's the app called, Clinton? What's it? Yeah, so it's called uh, Checkman. Um, yep. We've piloted it. It's basically just a simple app where um, you know a player of a sporting club, for example, um, can simply um, reach out to a trusting member of their club to right. check in on. Them. So, for example. Um, they would simply answer a question about how they're feeling and give yep. them a, a range of different options, whether it's from optimistic all the way through to, you know, whether they're feeling unhappy. They select one of them. Uh, and then the next slide is really simple. It's just like, what's the reason for that? Um, and we give them a range of options to choose, whether it's like their work, their sport, um, is it their well-being, maybe their finances, relationships, yep. and so on. They select one of them, and they can also select other that, you know, we haven't obviously got scope for everything that's going on in everyone's life. And then after they've done that, it's basically really easy for them to – they can um, select what we call the key contact of the club. So whether that's the coach, uh, an assistant coach, it might be the welfare officer. Um, it could could even be a, a leader of the club. It may be the medical staff um, or, you know, an appropriate volunteer that we've identified, you know, as a part of the key contact of their clubs. And they select one of them. And then the last slide is simply around how would you like to speak to that person? And again, we give them another range of options, whether it's um, face-to-face at the club, could be via text, phone call, simple email, maybe a FaceTime, any social sort of interaction that they would like to receive. 
And then what happens is the really cool thing about the app is that basically this information gets sent to the person who they want to connect with. Um, and that's the point of difference that I guess it offers yeah. around about 30 seconds to 45 seconds to complete these slides because they simply just select one. They don't have to write anything. It's all, it's all there. Um, and then what happens is, you know, the key contact. So let's say, for example, how is the, um, the assistant coach? He'll get a notification saying Clint Proc is feeling miserable at the moment about his well-being. He would love a phone call from you. And then so Grant picks up the phone and says, Clint, mate, I've just seen you checked in. I know you're not feeling great at the moment around your well-being. How can I help you in this space? Wow, that is fantastic. How has this not even happened before? This is brilliant. So, Clint, you've trialled it? Yep. Yes, yes. So we trialled trialled it actually, uh, interestingly enough, for five months of uh, um, stage two lockdown in Victoria. And we ran it up until January for a cricket club. And, you know, some of the feedback and data was, like, just really fantastic that we're able to sort of pull from that. Um, you know, we had around about 185 check-ins over that period of time. The wow. leadership group That's were nice. the most um, common people that they wanted to speak with. So the peers actually wanted to talk to the, their own peers themselves about their well-being and things like that. Um, another one that was really popular, which was quite unique for us, was um, the welfare officer itself. So obviously the club had a really great sort of foundation of support there. Um, and the, the, the most popular way as well was actually at the club. So, you know, some people just wanted to have a conversation, not necessarily about the sport itself, but about, you know, what's actually happen on, happening in their life away, yep. you know, away from the sport, but at the club, you know, where basically they can, you know, talk and unpack their challenges and things like that. So, well, that's yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That, no, no, you're right. That is absolutely fantastic. And uh, so, Jen and I uh, talk a lot about people's mental well-being and yeah, mental we health yep. on this show. And you may have seen, you know, if you flick through any or listen to any of our episodes, that some of the people that yeah. we've, we've had on board have been very heavily involved in that, you know, from um, the organisation Man Up to Love Your Sister with Samuel Johnson and, yep. and yep. others. Um, one of the, the things that really pleases me about what you've done here with this app, um, I'll take it back a, a step or two, but... Men are fairly reluctant to reach out for help, and um, if they're having, Correct. you know, young fellas having an issue, um, and whether it be because of perceived embarrassment or ego, because he doesn't want to look weak, you know, men aren't supposed to be yeah. like this. But what you've created here is a very non-intrusive way for somebody yeah. to to reach out, which I really applaud you on. Um, it's, uh, you know, I would think that, you know, um, the biggest, like, to ask someone for help when you're a male takes a lot of courage and yeah. uh, uh, probably a lot more courage than, than not asking in a lot of ways. But yeah, I think also that uh, um, it's a big relief when it's done. So, And I'm sorry I'm just focusing on men here because obviously, yeah, um, obviously females will reach out as, as, well, but as well. But You are um, right, though, in what you're saying. Yeah, it's to, a lot of men do struggle with reaching out, and this is an easy way creates, to do it. Yeah, some, some, you've created yeah. a, a simple way where they can just reach out and without, yeah. um, you know, directly, I guess, face-to-face talking to somebody initially, but they can yeah. put it out there in a non-intrusive way um, yeah. Like I said, take 45 seconds and yeah. uh, someone will respond. So sounds great. So it's been 
very well received at your yeah. club for your trials, and you're, you're rolling yeah, it out yeah. for your football club as well. Absolutely, yeah. So, mate, and what you said about you know the running races, it, it, that's the point of difference that it, you know really does have is, is that what we're trying to create is a safe platform for people to simply check in. It's simple yeah. as that, and. Um, the great thing about being non-invasive is that, you know, that mate, you know, you know, it's like how you, some things come, some triggers come at any time of the day. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and if you can just have that tool to sort of just go, look, you know, if I can just let someone know without, you know, without actually just, oh, hey, by the way, I'm really struggling here. Can you, you know, ring? Like it's too, like, you know, they just don't want to do that. So mm. the whole point of the app was just designed to subtly just, you know, give the person you trust punch, they'll come to you. One of the cool things we pulled from the evaluation is that when they've actually done the check-in, because there's a, a slight, I wouldn't say like a crazy lapse, but as most apps and programs, it's around, you know, improving um, the productivity of it. But it sometimes can take, you know, the key contact, I call them, whoever the coach is that's going to reach out and contact the person, can take them maybe an hour or two. Or even if they're catching them at the club that night, it takes about you know eight or nine hours before they have that conversation. The person who's actually done the check-in actually most of the times forgets that they've done it. Yeah. And it's only when they're having the conversation that then they realise. They're like, oh, yeah, I used the app. That's right. Oh. And before they know it, they're into a conversation around their well-being and you know how, how obviously the club can support them and their friends and so on. So... I just wanted to share that with you because I think that's one one of the really cool things that um, we've, we've sort of unpacked that we've found that's really helping with. And, and the last thing around that is essentially just the well-being being on a club's you know, mind. Because this product is sustainable and it's week in, week out, it's not a one-off presentation where you drop it and go, here, we've got a great solution for you. Here's some resources and away we go. This is weekly, fortnightly. The club can generate a notification to go out twice a week if they like um, and it's all year round so That's it doesn't fantastic. go away and, and can, can any yeah. football can any club of any not particularly football but whatever club that wants to get on on board with this app no, so even if they're in Tasmania yeah. for example they can do that yep. like they can contact you and they can actually get on board and be that app because you'd need to know obviously the people they need to go to and all that sort of stuff and you'll work with the clubs to, to make that happen yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done initially before they, yep. you know, on, on board with the app. Um, one of the things I will clear is that we're still piling, piloting um, this program at the moment. We, as I said, we've done five months with the cruise yep. club. We then did another four months with six other clubs. And now we're doing about another three months with Box Hill at the VFL and AFL level, which I'm happy to share with you in a second. And look, the reason we're doing that is that I want to make sure that this is evidence-informed, that this is yeah. not a product that's essentially going to be just because I think it's a good idea. Um, so we're really trying to encourage, you know, um, organisations to, to back it, whether it's, you know, Beyond Blue or um, Black Dog Institute or yeah. Lifeline, whoever it is, to, you know, give it the credibility that, you know, it can make a difference in the, yeah, in the community absolutely. club supporting space. Yeah. So hopefully, to answer your question, um, the app will be available, we're hoping, in a couple of months' time. Oh, oh, that's fantastic. fantastic. That's well, awesome. You must keep us posted on that because yes. uh, we'll, we'll spread the yeah. word. Absolutely, we will. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And just to give you some some insight, so obviously I'm working at you know Hawthorne Park on with, with um, Box Hill and we've been able to roll it out with the VFL program. Um, and interestingly enough, you know, it's had a different lens 
um, and a different, I guess, outcome towards the community side of things. A lot of the um, people are actually, you know, wanting to hear from the head coach. They're wanting to hear from the assistant coach. Being at at a fraction higher level, they're happy to check in with the uh, welfare officer as well. Um, And the point of contact, there's quite a few phone calls happening. Um, And then again, another popular one is at the club itself. And mainly... Um, the point, I guess, the the main the main point that you know is the key one for them is the actual sport itself. So, in the community side of things, there was a lot of I wouldn't say issues, but uh, challenges around work and well-being. Where at their higher level, whether it's state league and so on, it's it's around the sport itself. So, it, it does vary within um, you know the challenges around mental health. Yeah, but you may find that there'll be you know that one person at a higher level that will come at you with yep. what you found at a, more of a community level. So, um, Correct. Yeah, and uh, so I think, you know, it's a very important tool and I'd, I'd love to see it rolled out, not just amongst football clubs and cricket clubs, but all sporting clubs and yep. and, and I could even... Uh, that, and that's the goal, mate. That, that's the goal, 100%. Yeah. You know, we want to make this accessible for, you know, social sport, local sport, um, community, amateur, semi-professional, and then hopefully elite as well. So we'll have... <laughs> you know, a range of options for them to select and, and basically have available. And do you think that it's something that would be extended beyond sport? Well, it's funny you say that. Like, Good question. I think when, yeah. you, when, when, you, when you find a gap in a market, which, look, look, I'll say confidently, I think I've been able to do here, yeah. um, is that, yes, there's like I've already had a couple of organisations that have been interested. Um, you know, one of, um, basically one of the banks has been, you know, um, I guess seen as an opportunity to work with all their, um, you know, their, their colleagues and their members and things like that. So um, there's certainly opportunities. I think schools, yeah. for example, you know, young kids turning yeah. up to class, how do you know how they're actually feeling? If you could simply just say, hey, you want to just check in and tell me how you're feeling today? I know I can I can adjust my classroom to yep. complement, yeah, you know. Great 90, I was thinking about that when you were so, talking about it. I was yeah. thinking, how can this work yeah, in so, schools? Yeah. I think my staff yeah, would like to have it here at work, and they'd, they'd ask, they'd ask me to check <laughs> in with them, so they know it yeah. approach me that day when I'm crabby. Yeah, well, I think it's yeah. a great oh. idea on all levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, one of the great things with the data it actually provides, and what we've seen over a period of time now, is that we can actually influence, I guess, the decision making at a strategic level. So, yep. um, for example, if you know, if you've got sixty percent, and let's put it back to sport of your playing group are feeling and on the app it says, you know, miserable, unhappy or, you know, so on. Um, We can adjust the environment, you know, around that, especially if it's sport that's putting them in that position itself. So they know that then they can change the training to suit, I guess, the cohort of, um, you know, responses that you're getting. So it can not only obviously help individuals, but collectively it can help the whole um, environment itself in the club. Oh, mate, that, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm and, stoked about this. And, this is going to be huge, I think. And so it's going to be huge. And, and you've been working in the with the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, I think, since yeah, about 2014. About so ha- a- yeah, how would you get involved in that? November 14, I think I recall you starting there. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Um, so, you know, when I was working in Tasmania as like the football development officer up there on the northwest, some of the um, coaching seminars I used to run were in conjunction with a program called Good Sports. Yes. So Good Sports is a product owned essentially by the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, and it just works with sporting clubs, like I mentioned at the start, around the behaviours. 
And and essentially that's where I established a relationship. Um, and then when I was finishing up, you know, in my time at Bernie, there was an opportunity that came about. So it actually came about through Tasmania and the connections I made down there. Went back um, to Melbourne and, and worked in the space and worked on the program called Good Sports. And, and the other product we have is um, our local drug action teams. And uh, there's a couple actually in Tasmania that are really high performing up there um, who work with communities to simply prevent men- um, alcohol and drug-related harm in, in the community. And we do that by a range of things. So, for example, um, I have a, a program that I um, essentially facilitate and run and, and manage called the Chefana. Yep, and and they they just simply um, target kids that are at risk at school, you know, from year nine to ten, yep. um, to come in and to basically stay connected to school. And they learn about um, basically cooking, RSA training. They get culinary courses. They they learn how to make, you know, coffees, barista things like that. Um, from there, they they get the skills to be able to then work in the community, in the cafes and restaurants, things like that. And the great thing is they go out and do work experience. Um, they might write resumes, practice job interviewing and things like that. And it's a pathway for them into employment, which is really cool because, you know, not everyone's, you know, built to be the academic type and, you know, loves to study and things like that. So it's just a really great, um, I guess, bridge for those kids that are at risk and to keep them involved at school. So, yeah, that's the type of programs I work on at the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and how did you fall into the job with Hawthorne, Box Hill? Um. So I was coaching at Williamstown when, I, again, just part-time once I was with the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. And Andy Collins, who's he's a premiership player at Hawthorne back in the, I want to say, 90s. I was going to say back in the day. Was it back 90s? In the day, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. pretty sure. It was there. Colo number five he was. Um, yep. So I was assistant coach under him. Yep. Um, and then once, once that finished up, um, I took a job at Carlton, but then COVID hit and we all got made redundant essentially. So it was like, okay. Then I built the app just quickly, or not quickly, but over a period of time. <laughs> yeah. And then Andy left, Andy actually left um, Williamstown and uh, he took on a role to basically look after the, the VFL program at Box Hill and to mentor Sam Mitchell. So that's how it sort of come about. So, so now essentially I'm a development coach with Sam, um, working with follow really closely and just trying to get these Hawthorne boys up to uh, up to AFL standard as quick as we can because it looks oh, like they got some work to do. That'd be a good gig. So Sam Mitchell's coaching right. in the VFL? Yep, so he's a coach at Box Hill. Um, yep. He's a mate, one of, he's a great um, you know, great operator. I think he's one of the next, you know, AFL coaches in waiting, obviously. There's a lot of big raps about him. Um, you know, he's so fantastic to work with. He gives you all the time and day. Um, you know, I'm really close with him. He's a great fan of the app, which is even better. He's actually um, now a business partner. He's decided to jump in on it, which is really great. Oh, and fantastic. He'll, be he'll be an ambassador for us as well. So it's a really great partnership to have, so especially you, early days, you know. Um, so you haven't, so, yeah, done, I think haven't done this alone? You've got a couple other people that are invested with you? Hey, Howie, would you believe I've gone alone? <laughs> and only recently, I will say, once the video went out, Yep. Um, I had to then do a, like you know we obviously the video went out on Box Hill and Hawthorne, and then after the video went out, um, you know I put it on my own socials, and I then I had to I had to say everyone look please don't message me because I don't have the app available at the moment in the space of half an hour I had about fifteen people. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, that's yeah, no awesome. kidding. And I was like, and I was like, oh look, I'm really sorry. It's just not ready. I wouldn't um, promise something not deliver. So. 
yeah, if you can just hold off, that'd be great. And then, to be honest, since the video went out, what was it? And, you know, I don't know, five, five days, six days ago, I've just been inundated with opportunities. So oh, I think it's sit right. and wait. To that's so good. Put the right people in and um, and great. then now we've just got to get the business model right. And it's just great. Right and, be- and as you know, I mean, I mean to, mental health has gone through the roof, obviously, since COVID. We were talking about that earlier. But yeah. uh, it's gone through the roof on all different levels, male, female. It doesn't discriminate with age. And, um, nah, of course, nah, and, nah. you know, what you're doing is just, a, it's just an extra added bonus you know, yeah. for the services that are already out there. Um, but it uh, just makes it easier for, as Grant said before, those people that just are, are a bit too bit too shy, don't really want to, I guess, proud. man up too proud. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah, another way yeah. to make things easier. Well, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. So well done on the work that you're oh, doing. Thanks very much. No, I appreciate it. It's, um, yeah, it's been an unreal journey so far. One, to be honest, I didn't think... Um, you know, I see. I honestly never saw myself going in this direction, but I guess it was just through my experiences with sporting clubs, what I saw of some gaps. I was really passionate about helping people. And again, you know, I'm not saying I'm an expert or a psychologist in mental health, but what we essentially are trying to do is just facilitate that conversation. And if that can help someone and save a life, you know, I think that's a, that's a great achievement for us. Make a great difference. Absolutely. You're always good at, uh, bringing boys together, mate. I, I I must admit, you're a great leader of men, and I enjoyed your time down here in in Burnie. Uh, we had a bit of fun, as we said, but you had a good crew arranged down there, and a good bunch of blokes. Yeah, you, you big Sandy sitting up there in the uh, in the coach's box, counting the stats with you, and Chalky and Chalky. <laughs> All the boys were at Chalky while, you name it, Lingy Big was shout there. out yep. to Chalky. I still work with Chalky, Glenn, just so you know. And you've got to tie everything down because he'll take it. Oh, I- <laughs> he's still got all my footy gumbers, don't oh. worry. They're hidden under his mouth. Do you know uh, what? Yeah. No, I reckon they're um, up in his office at the moment because he's got a great big oh, area yeah. up there at the uh, school. Hilarious. and. Uh, I'm sure most of the jumpers are not his, so I'm pretty sure one of them might, or two might be yours. Oh, we had a, we had a, we had a, <laughs> you had a good team, and that the one year you managed to pull them all together, and you had Viv coming down, and I know yeah, we, yeah, we, got, we had a great time. We had a, gr- yeah. a crack of a team. Um, very that's unlucky good, not yeah. to win the premiership. Were you, very there, unlucky. Nah, when the, were you there when the calendar came out? The calendar that Chalky oh. was in. No. No, no, oh. we, we wouldn't never do that to the public, no. No, no, no. no. He's actually got up in his office. It oh, is the best. God. No, this was... Um, <laughs> All lathered up in baby oil he was. You were down here in 212, 213? Oh, yeah, so it was before, bit. yep. Yeah, 212, 213. I remember the first night I met you. Was it karaoke? Oh, really was it a karaoke? No, yeah. no, I, I'm certainly no. Well, how he would have been singing, that's for sure, not me. I'd had a belly full of... Uh, of Reds. No way. He's you wouldn't still believe doing that, Clinton. He's still doing that. But it was um, meet, the, meet the coach night up at uh, oh, City nights. Limits. Oh, City Limits, And yep. uh, I, was, oh, well, well. I was on my way home and I saw all these cars outside this house. So, so you just rocked up. So I just wandered in. Are you like the moth well, that just turns up? I didn't have a up? choice because I didn't have a choice because when I first arrived, they're like, yeah, come and coach the club. Um, you know, we'll look after you and um, – You'll have to stay at Darren Bannon's house for the first three months. So I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Seems a pretty good place. And then I worked in the backyard and there's city limits everywhere. I was like, what's this? Yeah, you're living in the <laughs> local nightclub. And um, I've wandered in and, and all the boys are sitting around in the, you know, in the lounge room and Proc's having a bit of a chat. And there's a few people who looked at me like, who the hell's this guy? Except for Milvo, because he knew I was turning um, up. And, and Shane Fisher was there. Oh, Fish. 
Guys. And then Fish, <laughs> Fish gave the Dockers this big story about the time I was um, – I turned up to uh, training at Cadinia Park on the wrong, wrong night in Geelong or having <laughs> in a club practice match and they were a player short and – I ended up, uh, I ended up uh, having a having a kick with um, Geelong, and they put me on one G ablet. And Fish told this story so well, and he and he said he said in half time he said the half time break, and the coach went up to Howie and said, "Mate, where have you been?" <laughs> and uh, we're going to recruit you, and and then uh, I went up in the. Th- Went the ruck in the third quarter and blew my knee out, and that was the end of my <laughs> AFL career before it started. And, and I just remember oh. there was um, Bill Fulton and a couple others, and they were <laughs> and the dumb buggers were on the edge of their seat. How have I never heard this story? I've heard all uh, your stories. No, I've never heard this Because it's totally not true, right? <laughs> Fish just made it all up. But, but yeah. we just went along with it for the night. Oh, and anyway, so the, funny. the next day, I think Milvo was, was in my office the next day, and he said, how are you? You never told me you played AFL. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus, Milvo. <laughs> uh, you could have just owned it, Howie, you know. I could have owned it, but I, I couldn't uh, do it to him. Yeah, we had a good we had a good time. That was a good 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 crew. Good crew and uh great yeah. great memories. Great memories. You miss Tassie? Oh, absolutely. Mate, seriously, like especially, you know, every now and then driving into the city. 15 kilometres away at 57 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, my yeah. God. Where, you know, I remember living in Burnie and just literally roll down the hill <laughs> to um to West Park and, you know, that, that side of things, you know, and the connection to community and yep. everyone obviously looking out for each other and things like that. You know, I'm a country boy myself. I come from Gippsland and, um, yeah, from, look, I, Mount I Druin, love Mount Tasmania. Druin, where you're from? Mount Druin. Mount Druin, almost. Yeah, it's Druin, you're right. Correct. Yep. Um, yeah, but you know, I love that that sense of community, that that connection everyone yeah. has. It's, you know, it's what makes it special about you know living in places like Bernie. So, I've got you know so many great friends from you know down Bantam through all the boys that helped me with coaching and and, and lifelong mates. So it's um, yeah, certainly miss it. That's for sure. That's oh, fantastic. And so, so it would be a miss for us to not ask you um, about what your thoughts are on Tasmania getting an AFL team. Good question. Oh, now you got to be careful because you're aligned to the Hawks. So no, no, no. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. How actually can I take that back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's inevitable. I think it's inevitable. I think it has to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it. I see what you know. Soccer, basketball. Um, you know those 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 sports are really, you know pushing really hard in that space, aren't they, down there? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you know, with, with their identity and, and how they're coming along in that elite pathway space. And I think, you know, the AFL would, would be seeing this um, and they would be a little bit concerned too about, you know, obviously the challenges that local footy has faced. Um, you know, I've seen obviously some unfortunate news around, you know, clubs happening to fold and, yeah, um, and yep, packed we've up, had you know, a fish, which yeah, is a I real think, challenge. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think it was East Devonport. Smithton, yep. Yep, Smithton in the past. And, you know, obviously Bernie and Davenport have moved away from the State League and things like that. So they need to really come in. And, and I think it starts like anything. Yes, you need the foundation. Um, and, you know, that starts with school football and and, yep. um, and junior football and, and the pathway and things like that. But also you need something to aspire to. Yeah, um, And if it's not there, if it's not there, um, you know, they're going to, like, young people will find another avenue 
you know, to, to achieve their dreams. And if that's through basketball, soccer, yep. hockey, whatever, it's nipple. Well, you know, you know young people. Luck to them, and so they should, right? Yeah. Young so people are impressionable. My, my point is, yeah, my point is that if, if, AFL, if AFL Tasmania had a team, I think it would be a game changer in the way that, that the participation. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why we so. shouldn't have a team. I mean, we're a state in Australia and we don't have a Well, we're a fanning, fanning state of, yeah. uh, of the game. That's right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've been knocking on the door for a long, long time. Yeah. And uh, But there seems to be the right noise over here for what it's worth. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's some drums beating again, and I think they're seeing an opportunity now. Uh, you know, COVID obviously hit not at a great time, but sort of gave them a breathing space and an opportunity to reset and go again. And I think that, you know, I think it's in 2023 that they're going to review it yeah. and maybe put some plans in place and... Oh, I, yeah, I, who knows? I hope um, so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. our premier is pretty for it. I mean, he's he's really well. He stood his ground, stood and his he ground he did a. He's good, been fantastic. He, hasn't he? yeah, he's been absolutely. a great premier, and he's done a fantastic thing. And I know, yeah. um, I found it, you know, quite bemusing when uh, McLaughlin said that, uh, you know, because of COVID, he hadn't had time to read the submission that was put forward. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, because of COVID, <laughs> our premier's bloody. <laughs> Saved looked us. after it, it yeah. saved an entire state. So, um, yeah, but look, it will happen. It's a national game, and and you and I know that it's not um, not really gate keep, keepings that uh, gate takings, I should say yeah. that, that, that 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 or sponsorship for that matter. That like at a, at a at a business level, that really drives the success of football these days because it's funded by TV rights. Um, yeah. You know, and right. you hear all these excuses. There's no sponsors down here. Well, you know, last time I checked. Jeep wasn't made in Richmond, so um, there you go. That's yeah. right. you know, or Samsung wasn't made yeah, in Essendon. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah. you know, there's that, and 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 this whole north south divide that they keep putting up in front of us as well. I think um, you know that's just really rubbish too. So it's a perception on the mainland, but you know, I don't know anyone here that has a north south rivalry. No, nah, I think that no. yeah. No. Look, I you know hopefully they've got the facilities, you know the grounds there, things yep. like that. So Absolutely. you know why not? Um, you know, and I'm sure if you get the investment too, there might be an opportunity for growth and a, and a new facility to Absolutely. support that. Absolutely, well, absolutely, mate. So what's on the uh, what's on the agenda for Proc then? Where where to from here, mate? Where to? Well, I'll just sort of just back to back to reality, mate. I'll um, you know head down, put up, and um, and continue working with the the ADF. Um, you know, we're pretty busy in that space because we do run a program called Healthy Minds as well that works with sporting clubs that, that I'm a part of. Um, a lot of that, we work with committees and, uh, you know, the stakeholders just to make sure they have the appropriate um, resources and things like that. Um, the footy will still continue to churn on and I'll, I'll turn up every week and try my best and do a bit of coaching. What do you, what do, you do in your and, spare time? Because <laughs> I don't think you've got very uh, much spare time. Uh well, probably this. Check me. It seems to be fair. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, um, look, I'm lucky. I'm not lucky. But I don't have kids, so my wife and I um probably on the to-do list, to be honest, so I probably should get to work on that soon. Yeah, so I was going to yeah. ask yeah. if, uh, yeah. if Christy's conjuring any little procs at the moment. Little this, <laughs> not yet, not yet, yeah. But as I said, to-do list, you know, we've got to yep. work yep. on that. Um, so, just, of, you know, so I guess we've got the time to be able to do it, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Bit of footy, bit of work, a little bit of check me, and then who Excellent. knows in the next year or two. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. So, being a part time development coach at a VFL yep. team, what's yep. your actual commitment as far as hours? Okay. 
So essentially we're doing probably three three training sessions a week. Yep. So Tuesday might look at, you know, four or five o'clock start, um, finish at about 10.30 p.m. because we have training, vision, review, yep. match committee, things like that, and then we come home. Um, Thursday a little bit shorter, maybe 5.30 to 7.30. And then normally we have a Sunday game because most of the AFL is Sunday. Right. So we train on a Saturday morning with the, with the boys and things like that. One of the, the hardest parts around this, this role in particular is probably the, the, the coding, okay? So the, the, the vision that we have to do to send to the players themselves, yep. so the edits and stuff. And that, that would happen on a Sunday night after the game. So yep, okay. that's probably the consuming side of things. So I'd say 20, 25 yeah, wow. hours maybe. So you soon, know, it's a little bit. As soon as you play on Sundays, um, yep. are you on an alcohol ban on Saturday? <laughs> hey, I'm the coach. He's yeah, the right. Coach. He doesn't have but, to get it. No, that's a, that's an no, that's an important question because when I'm over in Melbourne uh, oh, and I want to catch is, up with you, this is what it's leading Friday to. Pretty good, Howie. Friday right. nights are good, are they? Yeah, we'll be right. We'll be right. We can All catch right. up for red, mate. We'll get it sorted, mate. We'll make it happen. I might even wander out and watch a game. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. Trying to relive your, you know, AFL career that nearly was. It nearly was. You know? but, but, well. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> I actually haven't heard. I can't remember that. I'm not going to share it, Mark, because that's still good. Oh, mate, it was you brilliant. It was just head. Shane Fisher. Oh, Fisher's a legend. Yeah, I, yeah, I can imagine everyone would have been just staring at him. The only <laughs> other one that, um, that I distinctly remember from sitting up at um, the house where you used to live, I was – Having a drink up there one night with Milvo again and Josh Hanley. And um, <laughs> and then Josh come out of the lounge room and he said, there's a penguin in the in the lounge room. <laughs> I said, what? And he said, no. Um, this I, is true story. This is true, yeah. And he goes, there's a penguin in the lounge room and Big Wally was there. Oh, oh well, Zach. And uh, it was Shannon, a, Shannon was there oh, Shannon, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon, yeah. And uh, Fed Inkham um, pulled back the couch and there was a bloody penguin running around in the lounge room. <laughs> what was there well, penguin? Yeah, there was. There was too. I remember yeah, that. We, we had to call a cab and wrapped it in the town and got the cab driver to take it back down to the, to How the penguin. How did it get there? Just wandered well, up? Apparently it had been there for about three days. What? But no one had noticed <laughs> So one of so this is a true story. This is true. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so one of Batham's, Batham, yeah, one of Batham's yeah. mates had um, a couple of them had gone and kidnapped a penguin from the rookery. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's right. And then they couldn't get rid of it, like, and they all had to eventually just go home and go to work because they couldn't catch it. So they just left it at the left house. Left it at the oh. house, and it was there for three or four days before <laughs> Joshy found it. Island. Oh, I know the poor oh, penguin. Yeah. I know it was terrible, um, but it was highly <laughs> amusing. <laughs> oh, are you picturing now the house I was living in? Uh, oh, it would yeah. have been brilliant. It was brilliant. Yeah, because I, I was only at the time I was only living 150 meters up the road, and so and Milvo was the first person I I sort of buddied up with down there. So and then he was living at that house, so it was very conveniently placed to my former. Former place of residence, so <laughs> <laughs> that explains why I'm divorced. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, it was good fun. Good fun. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, I was thinking, oh, I don't know what I was worry. doing. I was reliving my youth by going down there or something. But um, 
Great bunch of cats, mate. And uh, yeah, like I said, you really Absolutely. did. You, you bought a good unit together down there. You really, uh, you really took the town. I thought by storm, and you, yep. you bought. No, we had, we had we had a good time. Had a, had a good time, mate. I just uh, still feel the guilt about that fifty metre penalty from time to time, but uh, it's all right. Oh, well, oh, well, well, cost me my coaching now. job, Howie. So yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I tell you, I, I, I ended up pulling the boots on for the reserves in the NWFU that year. Did you? Yeah, I was frigging putrid, but they 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 were short. Oh, winding back to Geelong, cock. Oh, winding it back, yeah, all right, mate. Winding it back. Sitting on the bench in the reserves. G. Ablett. Jeez, that's oh, amazing. Oh, mate. It was great. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a load of cock and bull. Too. Yeah, of course, I know. Yeah, I was oh, just good, kidding. Good, good. Yeah, my footy career <laughs> As was... As if you'd even get up near G. Ablett. My footy, footy <laughs> career was limited to 47 reserve games for Natone Football Club in the Darwin. Yeah, that's great. And nothing th- wrong with the Darwin oh, League. I and, love and the Darwin League. three career goals. Mm. Love the Darwin no, League. Nothing, mate. Yeah. It was awesome. It's a great league. Mate, Absolutely, you, fantastic. You don't miss having a kick. Funny story. I had one. I had a game on the weekend. Did you now? Oh no, I saw that on Facebook. Who'd you go and play with? Oh, you're going to laugh at this, All right? So, <laughs> uh, Shane Crawford, yeah. Did yeah. you go for his team? They you got the win. So he's 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 a family friend. Okay, yeah. so uh, my brother-in-law is. Like the CEO of AIA Vitality. Yep. So anyway, Shane's an employer for him and ambassador. You know, we've known him for years, and we've been having a kick of the footy on a Sunday morning probably for two years now, just catching up. You know, casual mates. You know, just having a kick. And um, you know, Shane sees this club play a game against another wanting called Ardamona. They're from Shepparton. Right. They lose by four hundred points. They haven't won a game in six oh, years. Six years. Wow. Okay. Right. So he. And Shane's from Shepparton, so he decides to help him out. So he oh, says he's going to coach yep. him. So it's a great story. It yeah. is. He rings the club. He rings the club, Shane. And um, he, he says, listen, I'm Shane Crawford. I'm going to coach your club next year. The bloke laughs at him and just hangs up. Oh, and he rings I him back. was a dodgy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's like, mate, you're kidding. You know, he rings him and goes, no, I'm legit. I'm going to help you. So anyway, cut a long story short, they, they were kicked out of the league. They were about to fold. It was their 100th year this year. So he brings him back, taps Gil on the shoulder and says, Gil, come on, let's get this club going. Um, the great thing about this, I guess, I call it a project, that we're doing, well, Shane's doing a documentary on it. So he's documenting everything. Um, the filming's been fantastic. It's, but the great thing about it is it's around sustainability of this club because oh, wow. one, of the cool, one of the cool things about this community is that, you know, we heard on the grapevine and one of the guys spoke to us and said, you know, if I don't have this club, that's it for me. I'm done. And, and you know, it was like, why would you say that? Like, there's yeah. lots of other sporting clubs, you know, you can go and play for and things like that. He goes, I'm not welcome anywhere else. And, and it was with that that then the opportunity came and they saw that, you know, this club was more than just yeah. a club for people. It's actually a home, a place where they that's belong, right. yep. where they feel a part of, right? And we all know this and you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, the Northwest. Um, so it would resonate with a lot of people across Tasmania. And so Croft, myself, a couple other boys, you know, we're just helping out. Um, we just play when we can. Yeah. And we're just simply trying to help them get a bit closer to that win. And last week was fantastic. Oh. They had their first win. Oh, I saw oh, the celebration. Wow. They had their first win. And was, the, mate, it was people crying, you know. Oh, and, and, and my gosh. The big fellow, the but president. The really cool thing about it is that, you know, 
a lot of a lot of clubs, you know, buy players and they come in and they yeah. take their money and then they leave and then they leave them in a worse spot. Where I think what I'm really, you know, I guess passionate about. And look, don't get me wrong, I've put my hand up and I've taken money to play for you know clubs and things like that. But to be able to give back now, yeah, and to help brilliant. a club, you know, get back on its feet, that's been really cool. So yeah, I just had a game. Oh, on fantastic. the weekend, which was really great, and um, yeah, it's been really cool to be a part of this um, this little doco wow, and journey. This is, and I can't wait to see this documentary. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I look, I, and mate, I, I'll tell you now, like you should give Craw, Crawford call. And, I was um, going to say, we, I was going to ask we, you we that if we could get we hold will. of him yeah. and you can talk uh, to him about maybe because I think we'll, it'll tie in really well to what I'm talking about. Here. Yeah. yeah, we might you try for next week. What we're trying to do. If you can light, can you help us line that up? Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, mate. No worries. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, he owes me anyway because I'm up playing for him. Yeah, yeah no, that's right. Whenever he's free, well, we'll work around him. But I think it'll be great to get I've, that. Um, I've seen a couple of uh, you know videos of this this you know that have been on social media of this team and um, the president. Yeah, yeah, president's yeah. the full forward, isn't he? The big, big bugger, the yeah. big fella. <laughs> he's got to carry him off in one bloke nearly broke his shoulder. Yeah, he's a big unit, but he's the, he, yeah, yeah. like that club is his life. He, he, you know, that's it, Howie. That's it, mate. Yeah, you know, like, that club oh, is his know, life. They live and breathe it. But yeah, yeah. But they really just need a bit of help. About this. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't need. Yeah, it's not necessarily on field either. Just a bit of help off the field. Yeah, like, you know, some organisation. Just a couple of things in place, like just how you attract volunteers, just how you keep them. You know, things like yeah. that. Because it's so hard to find. You know, those great people. Oh, and, I'd love yeah. to get up there and watch them play again. Oh, yeah. we need I'd, to I'd do that. We're gonna do it. We're gonna come up. Yep, I'd love to watch a game. Come up. Yep. I'll tell you now, you would absolutely love it, that's for sure. Yep, we're going to come it's, up uh, and, and it's like that country feel, you know, like I literally played on the weekend, I walked in and, you know, I had my bag on the back and I haven't played for, since Bernie, I haven't played since Yeah, Bernie, seven years. <laughs> and, and I've been coaching, you know, and I was like, oh, I hope I don't get injured. And then I walked past the, the crowd and the people there and they had the bonfire going, and, oh. you know, a couple of cans of beer and I was like, oh, I miss this, this is great. Yeah. You know, it was a great feel and, um, you know, everyone got around it. I think it's pretty amazing for someone like Shane Crawford, who's obviously busy as ever, and to take on a team Listen like to this, and it's just brilliant. Sam Newman yeah, and Don Scott's absolutely. podcast, and they were talking about it last last yep. Tuesday, and um, yep. yeah, they said yep. the same thing. He's given back, and he's remarkable, and uh, everyone oh, sort of, you know, Shane's. I've never met the guy, but um, there, there is an honest, genuine. Um, Charitable side to him. Crawford, He's done yeah, some yeah, amazing Crawford things. Is who he is. Amazing. He is who he is. What you see on TV is what he is. He is one no. of the most genuine blokes you'll ever meet. I met make. him years and years He's ago. We got him over guy. to judge a modelling competition, yeah. actually, that we had at the warehouse. And uh, he came <laughs> along. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, he came over and judged for us. So that was a, that was yep, a lot yep. of years ago. But as you can imagine, he hated it. Not. Um, it was yeah, great. And he was, he, yeah, he was he, great. He's done me. running for charity, ran to South Australia. Yeah, yeah, yep, uh, he's yep, done heaps yep. of stuff. So, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, it'd be great to hear all about that. What we'll do with that then, Brock, yeah, is that definitely. I've got a plan, a road trip, because I go up through Shepparton and Wangaratta and Bright yeah. uh, to do some work. So, I need to coincide this road yeah, trip. Yeah, and for I'll work. fly out for the weekend. Yeah, with the country footy game. Yep. I'm in. Hundred percent. All right. Highly recommend well, well, when we get off li- get offline, I'll give you a buzz later in the week offline, and yep. uh, we'll grab uh, we'll grab the calendar of events, mate, and we'll try and line it up. 
Love it. I don't see you playing, though. I want to see you playing that game, too. Yep. No, no, I'll stand there on the crowd with you and have a Oh, beer. well, let's, oh, we'll, no, we'll no, get no, on no, it. No, we'll I'm get in, on I'm it. in with that. I'm in with that. Hey, Howie, why don't you play? Why don't you play? Me? Yeah, that's what we thought. You should have a run. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mate, He's got that injury from years ago. Mate, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put the rumour out that you played on Gary Apple. Do they have a reserves team? I'm recruit from Tasmania. Do they have a reserves team? They do, of course they do. I'm just telling you, mate. Well, I'll sit, right. on, I'll sit on the bench for the reserves. How's that? Sit on the bench for the reserves? Yeah. Oh Tell you what, God. if you come over, you'll, you'll well, let's put it this way, you'll be the runner or, or involved. How about be the runner for the one? I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever, I'll, mate. I'll be at crawl for a day. Le- right I'll, I'll be the runner for him or I'll, at least we'll... I'll be the bartender. Uh, I'd, I'll, I'd like to be the bartender. Absolutely. Uh, yep. uh, or, you know, or anything, I'll just be uh, cheering him on. So we'll talk about that offline. Brock, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, it's been um, so good. And I am, you know, uh, absolutely, um, like, I'm just lovely to hear your dulcet tones again because it's been a while. But <laughs> Dulcet tones? You're yeah. full of it, Grant Howe. No, dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> good man. Get to know the how. Huh? Get, get to know how, mate. Also, isn't that a clever piece of marketing? Oh, it's so hey, funny. I love it. Yeah, right. clever, clever. Yeah, I, I thought of that myself. He did. He said, "Right, we're going to do this podcast." And yep, yep, this is this is the name that I thought, and away we went. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> Very clever, mate. It's wonderful That's to talk great, to mate. you. Say good day to Christy for us, and uh, you know, we're good to know that you've uh, got this uh, baby making on the agenda. So I'll make sure <laughs> I'll get across and see you in this game of footy before you uh, get too in depth. <laughs> Yeah, sounds good, mate. Sounds oh, good, mate, sounds and we wish you all, all the best oh, for the thank, app, mate. Keep so us posted. Much for making the time to talk to us, it's been wonderful. See you, Procky. Thank you. Bye, mate. See you, mate. See you Bye. Bye. What a legend! Oh, what a terrific How guy! How great is that to catch up what with a terrific Peter guy. Yep, yep, yep. No, yep. absolutely. Um, and what a great thing! What oh, a great it's thing. just fantastic. But I, didn't, I didn't know that. I knew he played his. Uh, Game the other day, comeback game, but I didn't realise he was playing for that team, and that that's a really fun. I'm really excited to hear. Go about and Google. This, um, it's amazing. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a great doco as well. And so I really want to see the documentary because this yes. is, you know, um, I don't know. It's it's football at its finest, isn't it? Things you know, like that that really is. give back to the community. Well, anything and, like that. It, um, yeah. You know, anything. We spoke to some wonderful people. Yeah, we and, really um, have. But Clint, you know, yeah, he's a he's. And just been uh, awesome, and what they're doing there uh, is awesome, and that app is going to be fantastic. And I just think it's, you know, I can't believe no one's ever thought of it, but no, he has, and no, it's he has, and uh, it's all his. And I think I might have to have a talk to him about investing into it. Actually, but, uh, I, I probably would too mm, because I think it'd be worth it. I think it's mm. uh, well. There's a, certainly a fair market uh, yep, there for absolutely. it. Absolutely, yep. that is for sure. Well, I think G will sign off, and we uh, will. You know, great uh, catching up, and hopefully. Next week, we might hopefully be able to get. Uh, well, we never know. Let's see how we go. And what do we say, G? Be kind. Be kind. Always be kind, guys. Till next week. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye.